The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Welcome to Life Matters. I'm your host, Brendan O'Connell. Well, we've been really off the air, uh, not producing shows since uh, March of 2020 with this COVID-19 pandemic. And, uh, but we're back on the air now, and we're grateful for that, and uh, hopefully everything will go well. Uh, there's been some bad legislation that has occurred, and uh, there's a group that has uh, formed called the Massachusetts Newborn Protection Coalition, to counter this bad legislation. And the executive director of this group is uh, Bernadette Lyons. Bernadette, uh, she's uh, not only a very happy person, but she also is married to the Republican Party Chair, Jim Lyons. Well, welcome Bernadette Lyons. Hello, Brendan. I'm not the executive director, I'm the chairman. The chairman, pardon me. Yes. Yes, okay. we have no executive directors. <laughs> mea culpa, mea culpa. That's okay, that's uh, okay. Uh, all right, Bernadette, uh, let's, uh, tell, tell us what, what's the history, the genesis of this? Maybe you could take us back to the beginning of 2020 and right through uh, 2020. What had happened in the legislature that, uh, and what, what is this all about? Um, well, the legislature um, passed a, you know, a uh, law called the Roe Act which was, in their words, to um, keep abortion safe and legal in Massachusetts in case there was an overturn of Roe v. Wade. Um, but part of their Roe Act was taking out of the law uh, um, what had always been enshrined in the law, which was that if a baby was born alive, medical care was, giving, was um, given to it. Um, they took that out, and it, um, so now if a child is born alive, a newborn um, can be left to die, and, and not just not just a, a child from abortion, but any any newborn. If a child had serious defects and its parents, you know, decided, well, I'm, I don't want that kid, you know, it can be left literally to die on a, a cold stainless steel gurney or in a, you know, closet in uh, the, the hospital, which is pretty sad, um, and, it, and that has obviously happened. Um, we have nurses and stuff that, ha that will testify to that. Um, so we are just trying to repair the law, if you will, to put back what was taken out and to, to enshrine in law that, that any newborn, any child born alive in this state should be given medical care. I see. Now, uh, I know that the legislative session in 2020 should have ended, I believe, on July 31st. And um, with uh, the, the Supreme Court Justice uh, Mary, 
Well, uh, Coney Barrett, uh, uh, she got uh, uh, put into the Supreme Court. Uh, right. Also, uh, the so the pro-abortion side was uh, putting up red flags everywhere. New York had done the same thing as far as uh, trying to pass this similar legislation. What yes, happened in uh, the fall of 2020, and particularly what happened the day after Christmas? Um, well, the, the legislature, you know, as you say, uh, normally um, ends their session in July, but they um, kept it open so that they could um, keep this particular law going, um, trying to pass this particular law going. And on the... Um, they passed it, and then um, the day the day after Christmas, our fine um, legislator at the at legislature at the time, headed by um, Robert DeLeo as the speaker, he they uh, passed this law, and then it went to the Senate, and they passed it. And Governor Baker did veto it, um, but it went back, and they um, passed it into law. Well, did he veto the entire bill, or did he just veto portions of the of the bill that the Democratic-controlled uh, House and Senate in Massachusetts, um, you know, formed this legislation? Yeah, I I, um, I know that he he um, vetoed parts of it because it, parts of it he didn't like, but I do believe that the whole. The, the whole thing would have been vetoed, and, except it was overturned by our Democratic legislature. You're saying they overrode the governor's veto? Yes, yep. They did? Yep. And the day after? Yep. That uh, was the day after Christmas, yep. And, and so, so that the pro-aborts extended the session from end of July till the end of December, and yep. then they passed this legislation that uh, mirrored New York, New York uh, is legislation. Yes. And um, what making infanticide legal? So, so what the so the abortionist, the abortionist to say the uh, someone is born, and we've had people on. Uh, Claire Culwell is one we've had on, and yes. uh, Melissa Odin is another born alive. You yes. know, uh, from yep. an abortion, uh, they survived Survivors, the yep. abortion procedures. Uh, the abortionists, uh, if if they don't kill the baby during the abortion and the abortion is born alive, then they can just let the abortion, the baby die because yes. they failed to kill the baby. Uh, yes, so this, exactly. Th that is exactly. what... Which is that, inhuman. I mean, the fact that that is currently the state of our, the state of our state is, you know, um, it's cruel and inhumane, and people people don't believe it when they hear it. They say that that can't be so, but it is. <laughs> and my understanding is in that bill that uh, also the abortionist gets off free. It, it's uh, in other words, if he were to kill a baby, say that was born alive, there's no um, repercussions for the uh, abortionist anymore. Um, is that true? Um, I believe you're right on that. It, um, they just have no regard for human life, and um, it's it's just it's really horrendous. As as I have said before, they have taken our 
beautiful, proud cradle of liberty and made it into a cradle of death. Mm -hmm. And uh, what what has been the response then of, uh, you're a Republican, I presume, like your husband. Yes. Uh, uh, what has been the response? So what, how, how can this be uh, hopefully overturned by the people? Is there any possibility of that happening? Um, well, we certainly hope so. Um, we are out um, at supermarkets. We are out at um, we are, uh, the, the Catholic Church. The um, Cardinal has sent out a letter to um, all the churches in the Archdiocese telling them, encouraging them to um, allow us to set up outside the uh, after masses. Um, just, just within the Catholic population itself, we should be able to get enough signatures um, you know, optimum, optimally, it would, um, it could happen that way. But I mean, we're certainly taking every avenue. We're asking people to go around in their neighborhoods, get their relatives. They can go um, to our website and, and download a copy of the um, the petition themselves, or they can request to have one sent out to them if they don't feel um, confident. <laughs> In, in doing that, you know, a lot of people might not have access to a printer or whatever, but um, it's, it's um, certainly it's a, a, large, a large undertaking, a huge undertaking, but it, it is doable. So the state many, certainly makes uh, it as difficult as they can by giving you a, a very short window, but... Um, a short time window? Yes. And what is yes. that window, exactly? Um, no, we have the signatures would have to be at the town clerks by November sixteenth. I see. And when did that window open? Was did it open in September? Or? Yeah. Well, September. Um, but ours was a little bit later because originally um, it, the petition was turned down by the attorney general for be, me, saying that you know people wouldn't understand what a baby born alive is or what reasonable steps are, um, or what good medical practice is. So apparently she doesn't have much respect for the, the voters of Massachusetts because it's, I think most people understand those words. They know what a, a child born alive is, and they, you know, have a good idea. I mean, maybe not, um, you know, not, we're not all doctors or whatever, but we, we have an idea of what is necessary if a, a baby is born what is necessary to keep that baby alive. And uh, I have been to uh, the American Association of uh, Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists Convention, and I mm -hmm. know that uh, the discussion uh, a lot of time is about preemies, or premature babies. And yep. in the 22 to 25 or six week range, uh, do the people that uh, want to leave these babies to die with no medical care are they are they just concerned about preemies, or are they concerned about <laughs> babies born after you know older babies, or what? What what arguments are they using to justify uh, killing uh, babies with and giving them no medical treatment uh, after birth? Uh, you know, I don't know. I I would love to, to have someone tell me what um, a good reason would be for that. I mean, these this, these children can these babies can be, you know, full term and and pretty much and um, certainly able to survive outside the womb um, on their own. So I, to me, it is beyond 
imagination what what could be a reason to allow them to die. And do you have with you at all the wording of what the actual petition would say, what the wording would be, and, and uh, why it's worded that way? Yeah, uh, this proposed law would require that, notwithstanding any other law to the contrary, if a child is born alive, all reasonable steps in keeping with good medical practice shall be taken to preserve the life of a child born alive. So it's pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory, and, um, you know, the fact that the Attorney General thought that people wouldn't understand that, like I said, I, I think that's kind of an insult to the, uh, vote, the voters of Massachusetts. <laughs> and and um, was there a, a, her decision, which I imagine cut into the amount of collection time? Yes, uh, yes. Th uh, that you had, was, was that appealed at all to a higher court? Yes, we got an injunction from the Mass Supreme Court in order to um, allow us to go ahead with this. And can the injunction be uh, taken away at any time at the whim of the Supreme Court, or does it? Um, I don't believe so. I mean, it, we still um, have to go to court to to um, you know to solidify our position. But um, I mean, we we believe that that we, it will. Um, we will be able to pursue this all the way. Now, if there are people listening that are, uh, you know, interested in collecting some signatures, what are some of the tips that you'd have? Uh, I, you said that they could go to the website, which is massnewbornprotection.com. Yes, yes. Mass is short for Massachusetts. Yes, um, but, but, it's, um, but like, as you say, it's M-A-S-S. N-E-W-B-O-R-N, protection.com. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, it's, it's, if you go to the website, um, you'll find it in the home page, there are um, buttons that you can press to download the petition papers and, you know, um, facts and stuff on the, that you can download and, and instructions also. There are also um, places where um, there will be, people gathering signatures um, in many so supermarkets and stuff like that, on, especially on the weekends, you will see people out in front of them gathering signatures. And hopefully at, it, it, every Catholic church will be doing this, um, and we're hoping that. We're hoping that if anyone's out there that is in a parish that belong, is, is actively in the pro-life um, ministry or, you know, just wants to help out if they, if they talk to their pastor um, and ask if this is going on, and if not, say, can we, can we do it? And, you know, we can provide you with all the petitions that you need. I see. And what sort of, uh, if, if a person is maybe not computer savvy or doesn't have a printer, um, whom, what organizations could they call? So that they could get up, you know, get a, a bunch of these petitions uh, to um, get some signatures. Um, well, if they if they go to the website, um, oh, you're saying they if they don't know how to go to the website, <laughs> um, they could um, to call. 
Well, they could call. I don't want to give out my number, actually, on, on right. the air. Well, well but for instance, would, would Massachusetts Citizens for Life be backing this? Yes, yes. Uh, you could definitely call and, uh, Mass Citizens. Um, the, you know, Renew is helping with it, Renew Massachusetts. Um, um, I think Mass Family, any of those places. Mass and Family if, if, Institute? Yes. Uh -huh. If they didn't have them themselves, they could certainly get them from us, but I think most of them would have them available. But um, mo most people, at least, even if they can't, you know, don't have the ability to print their own petitions, they can. Most people do have a way to get online. So mm -hmm. there's, you can sign up on the website, and um, we will make sure you get anything that you need. I see. And what organizations are opposing? Uh this uh, s uh, signature drive? Um, well, the, there was um, opposition um, given when, when we were filing for this um, petition. I, it was by the ACLU. They I think they were the ones that called it insidious, and NARAL and Planned Parenthood, you know, the usual yeah. actors. NARAL is the National Abortion Rights Action League? Yes, yeah. I see. And um, there's another group, too, I, I, a pro-abortion group. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but they're in Massachusetts. Uh, are there any other signatories that are trying to block you from doing this? Um, that's what I remember off the top of my head. I, I don't have that right in front of me, so... Mm -hmm. um, and uh, do, have you had, uh, like, training sessions for people? Or, uh, do yes, you have we've had them all across the state, um, and we've had very enthusiastic um, response with, um, I think it's 15 or so that we've had so far. And, and then beyond us, other people are doing it themselves, like people that we trained are now training other people. And we would have anywhere from... 50 people to, some of them we had well over 100 people that would just come and, um, you know, hear about the petition. And, and there are a couple of other petitions that were also included. We would teach, you know, there was a, a coalition of, of three petition drives mm -hmm. that were doing this and teaching people how to collect signatures, where to collect signatures, what to be on the lookout for, and to be very careful about, you know, no stray marks on the petitions and um, that people sign legibly and only in blue and black ink. And there's all, there's all sorts of little things that you, you have to watch out for. But um, Right. And put the name of the town or the city on the, the bottom yes, of the yes. form. That, that's another <laughs> important sides. thing. Yes. We saw in a, a recent election for the state committee, people turned in papers but forgot to write Dorchester or, you know, Boston or... <laughs> Yeah, and and those all those signatures get disqualified. Another aspect is you really don't want to fill up a sheet entirely on both sides, uh, because if a sheet is disallowed, that means all the signatures are disallowed. Right, exactly. We is, we um, encourage people just to do the front of a of a sheet, um, and you know leave the back untouched. And as you say, that way you. you your chances are much better that there's going to be, if there is a problem, you're only going to lose a few signatures as opposed to having done all that work and lose a whole sheet, Right. which would be heartbreaking. How about the evangelicals uh, here in the state? Are they uh, behind this? Are they 
Uh, oh yeah, well they're they're um, Michael King um, from um, Mass Family Institute. Yes, yes. I'm glad you. He, he he's been uh, organizing a bunch of uh, those churches all across the state to also um, help out and, and get this petition drive done. So yeah, they did they're doing good work. And do you have a collection point, or do you know how many you've collected thus far? It's today, um, September I don't, 30th. I don't. We really haven't done a, a count, per se, yet, because um, it's basically only been, what, one or two weekends that we've been doing it. Um, I mean, we, don't, we have rough counts, but not exact counts. But um, if anybody does have a petition, um, we have a, a P.O. box that the signature sheets can be returned to. And, and it's called, it's the uh, Ballot Initiative Committee, and it's P.O. Box 116, North Andover, Mass., 01845, in case anybody out there does have one and doesn't know what to do with it, um, that would be, they can just put it right in the mail. And is that address on the website, on your website? Yes, yes it is, yep. It is, so that's, that's good to hear. Yep. Uh, and now... Uh, <laughs> What's a way to stop the tremendous amount of um, pro-death <laughs> uh, legislation that uh, Beacon Hill has uh, put forth, uh, particularly at the end of the year 2020? What do we well, unfortunately, obviously, it wasn't stopped because it passed. Um, but the, on the way to, to um, stop this and maybe turn back you know, the, the uh, pendulum towards a more life-affirming law system is to get involved in, po you know, your, your local um, politics. Um, it, a lot of people, you know, I know especially having been involved in pro-life groups pretty much all my life, a lot of them will say, well, I don't want to get involved in politics. You know, I'm, I'm in this because, you know, I... I believe in, you know, the baby and all that. And that's all beautiful and wonderful. And, I, and certainly there are so many, you know, wonderful pregnancy care centers and everything out there and organizations that support them. But mm -hmm. by leaving politics out of it, we have let these other people take over. And that is what happened. That is what, that is what we're seeing um, with this horrible legislation that when people hear it, Normal people on the street, they have no idea it happened, and they are, they're like, no, that can't be. But it is. It, it is reality, and it's a sad, sad reality. So I would encourage people to get involved. If they can get involved in this petition drive, that's the first step, and, and it is showing we want to show legislators that we the people have a different viewpoint. We the people value life, and this is a good first step. Mm-hmm. Well, Bernadette Lyons, thank you so much for being on the show today, and uh, we hope that uh, you're very successful. I think uh, what is about eighty, eighty-five thousand signatures you need, and yeah, that well, we we, we have to really get a hundred and twenty <laughs> to make sure because we know that you know a number of them will right. be unfortunately we're, thrown out for one reason or another. So right. we're, we're aiming for a hundred and twenty thousand, um, and and we hope to get the you know eighty what. Whatever, 85,000. Well, terrific. Yeah. Well, thank you, Bernadette, for carving out some time in your busy day. And uh, <laughs> folks, we well, hope. Thank you for having me, Brendan. Okay. 
Folks, we hope you learned a lot and that you will go to that website, MassNewbornProtection.com. And, and any, any other questions, I'm sure they'll be happy to uh, reference you or get a, give a call to them and that sort of thing uh, from the website. So uh, we hope you learned a lot and we hope that uh, we can protect newborn babies uh, after they're being born, uh, which is not necessarily the case in Massachusetts in 2021. Well, that's it, folks. We hope you found today's show to be unique, informative, content-rich, truthful, and thought-provoking. Thanks for watching. I'm Brendan O'Connell, your friend for life. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708. 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.